0: Some More Good News season two is all about people doing good through following their passions, good for their own souls and for others. I'm Kate Cherichello, and welcome to today's episode. Let's spread a little more goodness in the world. So welcome to today's episode of Some More Good News. I'm so happy to have Andrew Parks here. Andrew is an actor, a teacher, an advocate in so many things and just a great example of what a difference one person can make. And I know Andrew through auditions and through all of my encounters, he is consistently upbeat, always has a smile on his face. And you really are the kind of person who I feel like always, when you ask, how are you, you mean it you want to know you know even to a total stranger and that's how i've always felt being around andrew and so i'm happy to make you talk about yourself for a little bit here oh my goodness
1: that's that's (laughs) quite a statement wow thank you kate i mean i (laughs) that's really quite something i that's lovely of you to say i i i think uh it's true in (laughs)
0: For I, mean, watching, I,
1: you I mean, I do. I mean, I do ask and I ask how people are and, and I do, I do mean it. It's not just a general, Oh, you know, here we go again thing. But, um, you know, I, I guess I'm a people person, you know, I, I, it's, it's a, an odd, you know, old uh, definition of, of people, but I, I do like my people. Uh, I grew up, I grew up in a family of four kids and, uh, my dad was a, an Episcopal priest and mom was his organist and, and choir director and the church was a, um, extension of our family. So I've, I've been around family a lot and, and around people a lot, uh, my whole growing up. And, um, so, uh, that's for extroverts. Um, the pandemic has been equally hard um, because we like our people and we like to be around our people and we feed off the energy of our people. And And we like collaborating with our people.
0: Yes, yes. And to have hundreds of people in an audition room waiting and you have always made that impression of you, you can just tell that you are that people person, as we say.
1: In what we do, we see our friends mostly at auditions, you know, yes.
0: we always see
1: them walking down the street, but when we run into them at an audition, it's a chance to actually talk as opposed to texting yes. or Facebook messaging or whatever. So it's always a joy to actually see a human in person. It's just, it's... Um, yeah, Because we do need our focus time and we need our, you know, get our game face on and, and all that. And that's, that's absolutely true. But, you know, I, I like the human element of it, I guess, yeah. you know, yeah. I I like the, just the, that connection to people about it. It's um, it's why we do what we do. You know, uh, I had a, a great teacher who said, you know, we, we hold up a mirror to, society and reflect life back to them and mm-hmm. um you know we're we are human people we interact we experience things uh, all the time and that's um yeah again it's why we do what we do and if we can't get that in the rehearsal room or on stage regularly We show up to our auditions and we see it with our people there. We're all going through the same experiences. We're all going through that same process. And we all do it in different ways. But the one common element is that ideally we're all friends and colleagues. And, um, you know, we understand that process and what it is. So let's just go through it nicely together
0: so uh, first question we touched on it a little bit but just to expand who are you and what do you do in your own words a little more on that
1: oh my lordy uh, <laughs> I, uh <laughs> that's such an open-ended question i'm not going to give you the whole life's bio but um
0: <laughs> i'm in no rush
1: <laughs> no i know but i um you know i i said i was i was born and raised in southern california i'm uh uh los angelino um growing up and uh, love my home city Uh, but my standard line to everybody is that I'm a LA kid in my heart but a New Yorker in my soul Uh, my parents brought me here in the early 80s for the first time and uh, fell in love with the city and you know the energy here and I knew at some point I was going to get here Uh, did my college undergraduate work in in los angeles and then lived in chicago for grad school and got my doctorate upstate new york and uh taught for 20 years in the college ranks um while i was i was opera boy you know i trained as an opera singer for my training primarily and um Well, basically, the opera world dried up. I uh, wasn't getting the gigs that I wanted in that world uh, at the houses I wanted. And I did well. I had some nice things, but I I wasn't getting to do like some of the dream parts hadn't come my way yet. And I was in a a little bit of a rut and was living in Seattle at the time, teaching there. And um, I went on a musical theater call. For a uh, semi-staged version of uh, Martin Charnin's sequel to Annie, it's called Annie Warbucks.
0: I actually and, know it well.
1: And uh, and Martin uh, hired me for that gig, and uh, which was lovely and great, and we became friends. And um, bless his memory. And I went on that did that show with him and then went on another call and got that gig and then uh got another one and got that gig and i didn't need to be hit over the head um with a a brick bat i was all of a sudden i was booking musical theater work again i did pirate king and pirates of penzance which is you know a gilbert and sullivan geek and i um I, I loved doing that. And then I got um my equity card doing the producers the first time I did the producers playing Bialy's stock of all things. Ah. Um in Seattle. And I um I just never looked back. I just I just quit focusing on opera performance and went back into the musical theater world and got some more uh straight acting training and I'm constantly working on that on just trying to be a better actor. And um and kind of left the opera world behind as a performer. I still teach opera students, but I um, uh, do 95% of my studio is uh, musical theater kids and uh, of every kind, you know, I have uh, professionals who are on Broadway and I have students who are just out of college who've got their BFA and have come to New York, you know, one bag six bucks and me or whatever it is (laughs) and and who are ready and then need to learn how to audition in new york and how to you know uh build their book and and how to do the things that they didn't learn in college and then i have some you know rank beginners i have uh, a group of uh uh, rockettes and rocket wannabes who are learning to dance and sing at the same time and they've danced their entire lives and have never sung at all and are learning how to use their voice for the first time so it's a pretty broad spectrum in the private studio which is great um so you know that's that's it in a nutshell um in terms of the professional so that's what i've been doing and uh, it's you know it's been great until Last year, (laughs) one thing just shut everything down.
0: Absolutely, and you—you just covered my second question, which is how you got to be here today. And but third, going into talking about COVID, how does your world look different? I mean, the obvious is theaters are shut down, but additionally, you do so many things. And I know you mentioned before this a little bit more of the advocacy. So I'd love to hear right. more about how your world's changed now. And then also what maybe you want to continue, you know, a good change. And as you tell me this, I'm gonna shift because my eyes are starting to water because it is that sunny here. Oh, right now. Well,
1: lucky you to be outside. <laughs> so we're gonna take, I know, it's marvelous. Well,
0: we're just gonna take a little bit of a um, a field trip here to the slightly more shaded spot and now go there for she it. Is. Hey. <laughs>
1: um well. Um, the advocacy advocacy part um again that came from my my parents and grandparents i mean they Uh they were always uh active in um causes uh and uh being supportive of of uh things that were important to them particularly around education and the environment and uh social justice and and equality and um so that's just something i grew up with you know i'm a a burnt out old you know fdr liberal and will be until they put me in a pine box um but i mean it's just that's you know there are i I was very fortunate and and i grew up in a family that had some comfort and privilege and uh or at least compared to many others and Um, it was a responsibility to be caring about people who weren't as fortunate. And um, that's just been something that I've done, my family has done, my brothers and sisters have done and cousins have done. We've all taken part in that and and it's been an important part of it. And um, I was able to turn to that this last year and really at least commit uh time and energy helping and supporting and and um what i could financially Mm -hmm. as well um during during covid because the, the the work was shut down and the teaching was shut down you know i went from at one point having 60 private students to having one 60 wow you know and yeah. i mean spread out you know because people are out there working and they're yeah. not, not coming regularly or they're coming once a month okay. or they're coming every other week or they're coming every three months or whatever but down to one you know uh i teaching online and zoom is not my thing uh god bless my colleagues who find it okay and can do it i've just found it incredibly frustrating um particularly with the beginners you know, uh, try, trying to yeah. help them understand the, the workings of a voice, uh, mm. you know, physically was a challenge and hard yeah. to do online. Um, so, and, uh, like everybody else, I've dabbled at other things to just keep my creative juices flowing, you know, you know, trying to write and, and do some things, but I, uh, which I enjoy, but I don't know if I'm any any good at it, you know, and, uh it, that that's to be determined. And, um, but what I knew I could do was at least stay involved with some of the causes that uh, I am, are near and dear and, and have tried to do that and uh, support others or learn about some others that are new to me. And, um, and just at least keep, you know, my brain active and my heart active in that regard um trying to just you know not plant myself in front of the tv all day with a bowl of pretzels and
0: <laughs> i i understand that one we, we, all, do. That. we
1: all do you know yes <laughs> and 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 look we all everybody has handled this in a different way and mm-hmm. and we've all had to handle it in our, in our own way um and I, I truly hope that coming out of this, our industry will will respect that and and not judge everybody on on their appearance and their uh, you know how they are coming out of this. That they will just be open to who they are now, and um, we it, it just we've never gone anything gone through anything like this collectively certainly our industry hasn't in our lifetimes
0: yeah
1: and um it's it was already starting to be uh you know sticky and to uh, about you know body shaming and and challenging people on on and being so focused on their looks and appearance and and uh, you know whether or not you fit the part you know yeah. a- aesthetically let alone creatively, that um, I, I hope that COVID hasn't heightened that. You know that we've all we've we've all dealt with this in different ways. Some of us have sat in front of the TV with a bowl of pretzels for six months, and understandably, you know, just not knowing what to do. I did that for the first you know three months. I I mm-hmm. I cooked and ate and and took care of my family and did that. And my daughter was home for 10 months, uh, from college, you know, doing college remotely. And so I was, you know, doing all those things and that's just, that's the gig, right. You know, you do it, but, um, and I, I I wasn't spending any time working on new monologues, and I wasn't spending time working on new song literature. Uh, I I read a couple of plays, and then I said, okay, I'm done reading plays. I want to read a, a novel. I want to read yeah. something else, you know. And and all of that gets wrapped into you know. I hope that people aren't judged because they didn't you know read all of the classic play literature and memorize 12 new monologues and, you know, discover 16 new musicals that they'd never, you know, and now they know the scores back to front and they, you know, they're, you know, if you did that, God bless you. Congratulations. And wow. You know, if, if you lost a hundred pounds and put on, you know, 40 pounds of muscle and look fantastic, congratulations. God bless you too. You know, good, but God bless the person who just cooked for his daughter for 10 months and, yeah. or, or you know, decided to just discover something else completely un-theater related um, and, or un-acting related and did something completely, un, you know, uh, disassociated to what we do, who just had to get by.
0: Yes.
1: You know, just to survive it. You know, it's there. There should be no rules coming out of this about any of this. It, yeah. it, it, we all are going to come out of this. How we come out of this, and and there, in my mind, we should all be on an equal plane, regardless of the the ephemera. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't. We well, none of us does. But, no. um, you know. It's 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 going to be very interesting. So I I don't know how I got off on all of that. (laughs) Feel free to edit that. No, no, and it it it
0: makes so much sense because it does. Like in theory, you're like, oh, I have an entire year to do whatever I want. Quote, Right, right? Like that's not that's totally not how how it is. We are in a worldwide trauma. And yeah. like every like you said, exactly, everyone's gonna process that differently. Someone is gonna dive into fitness or into reading every play ever written, but for most it is just surviving or taking that step away. Like I found like what you said with about even like singing, um, it just I just couldn't get myself to do it for a lot of months. and I could do other things, but there are there are those things that are so close to your heart and that whole industry has been taken away for right now so we do we just have to be kind to ourselves and hope that the industry is indeed as well yeah Yeah, I I think
1: I think I think we can be kind to ourselves and I I'm the first to admit that I'm very hard on myself and I Mm -hmm. I'm I have had colleagues and close friends in the industry say you know you're a you're a you're a better teacher for your students than you are to yourself and that you, you, you you are, you, you are, uh, you know, great for your students and you always make your students feel like they've accomplished something and that they're, they're, they're better and that they're growing and that they're encouraging. And you can always have an encouraging word for them and you, and you can make them feel right when they've, when they're feeling low and you can help them get back on track and all that, which I, I take pride in. And I'm glad that that's how they, they respond. Um, and sometimes I'm not as kind to myself, you know, and uh you know, and I'm more judgy about myself
0: and, that's a very relatable and, comment and, Andrew.
1: And, <laughs> and harder on myself in that regard, and they say, you know, just they'll say remind me say say to yourself what you would say to your student, and then it's like, okay but that, and that i think but guys. i think i think I think i we generally. Coming out of this are learning to be gentler with ourselves and all that uh the great unknown is how the quote industry is going to uh respond to us mm. as who we are now
0: mm-hmm. you know and, I, and,
1: yeah. and what what is going to be um I, mean, I i don't know if you saw it there was a an article from the new york times um Yes. Uh, that mm-hmm. was, that was being passed around a couple of weeks yeah. ago uh, um, in dealing with the announcement that the theater's coming back in September and Yippee mm-hmm. Yahoo and all that. And, uh, but it may not be the same. And, and in the, the bump headline, it talked about actors have put on weight yeah. and the author of the article, I, I don't even remember his name. I mean, I, I wrote an an email which has not been responded to, and I said, you know, that shouldn't have even been in the discussion, you know, in the world we live in now. And but this is this is the level of hurdle that we all have to to do. I mean, I I really think and I I hope that there's going to be a um, a reckoning and, and a and a seismic shift. Uh, coming out of this, um, in every in every way, certainly for BIPOC or uh, gender fluid fluidity and and for dis- disabled, uh, challenged, physically challenged people, uh, all of this has got to to change and and be um, you know open to all of this and accepting and inclusive for all of this. Mm-hmm. And we've we've given so much lip service, and I'm a I'm a Old white guy saying this, you know, um, who's like when is this gonna happen? You know, we've been talking about it and giving lip service to it for decades. You know, is now finally the time, you know. Um it, it's enough's enough. You know, when when is when is fairness and equity really gonna happen? And um Maybe coming out of this, that's that's going to be the case. I hope it is. Oh. I, I I don't know. I, I I really don't. And um, we we won't know until we go through that next phase either.
0: Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's mm-hmm.
1: it's uh it's astounding, but um, you know you know uh, we just have to we just have to continue to be allowed we can have to continue mm-hmm. to be advocates for our colleagues and friends and and uh, put you know, people's feet to the fire. You know, I, and, I did the march you... on Broadway a couple of weeks ago uh, that, de- okay. that dealt with this issue um, there to, to my mind there weren't nearly enough people who looked like me uh, wow. par- participating in it. Mm-hmm. Um, For whatever reason i i am not about to to hypothesize reasoning but um you know but people like me have to speak up
0: you know uh a couple weeks ago i had a guest alvin huff jr and he is part of the co-founding group of this organization called muse musicians united for social equity have you heard of that one no
1: um i don't believe i have
0: new and something that i so pulled into by it is the fact that they made sure that their founding group is made up of all colors and it is even though it's focused on you know people of color getting more work and getting the networking skills and all of those great things they made sure that there were white people on their board there were all colors you know that sort of thing because like what you just said it's easy for the group that's feeling the marginalization and whatnot to to speak up but to get people from all walks of life to speak up for that group is, is so needed. So that was, I thought was so wonderful what he's doing there with that and you showing up to the March on Broadway. That's such a, such an important step. And I also know just from following you on social media, you are a great advocate and you are sharing the articles and you are putting out the posts to question what's happening right now. And those are all important steps. So thank you for doing that.
1: Oh, you're welcome. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I do it because I think we have to, um, and, and because I want to, you know, um, uh, if it sparks some conversation or be part of the conversation, that's, that's great. Um, but again, I just think it's, uh, it's also in my DNA to, to do it and, and, and go. And, um, it's a, it's, uh, obviously a very passionate subject for a lot of people right now and Mm -hmm. um, an important one and a necessary one. And uh, it needs to continue.
0: We've talked a lot about a variety of things, but about goodness, I know that you have seen a lot of goodness through what you've done, be it students that you've coached, be it things that have happened to you as a person. Do you have a story or multiple stories of just goodness that you've seen? related to your passions
1: wow wow you should have given me that question a couple of days ago so I could have really thought about it and ruined
0: it uh, <laughs> that's and, just kind of and, fun about this and, that and,
1: and, on and the spot. Um. well certainly I, I I when you're a teacher you love seeing your students succeed but you you love it when the light bulbs go on and they get something and it becomes second nature uh or they understand what you've been saying uh for the for the longest time and things just start to click and then they find the joy and they go and do that that that's 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 marvelous um uh one of the one of the organizations that I support is called Exploring the Arts. It's uh, it's an organization in Queens. It was founded by Tony Bennett. Uh, it's part of the Frank Sinatra School, and it's it's the philanthropic wing of his foundation. And uh, they do arts integrated education there, and they um, they take failing schools, elementary schools, middle schools, high schools and completely transform how they teach and using the arts to teach all the subjects and mm. uh, that's what arts integrated uh, curriculum yeah. means and have completely transformed them from failing schools into successful schools uh, mrs obama had a had a, a similar organization and the name is escaping me right now that we partnered with um uh turnaround huh. turnaround arts okay. and they are now uh housed at the kennedy center in okay. dc after she left office she kind of willed it to the kennedy center so that the um the organization wouldn't fail or or yes. disband after they left office and thankfully she did. And uh, they have uh, spread this program nationally where they do arts integrated education at schools all over the country and have completely transformed them. So the level of goodness in that is is marvelous and uh, great to see that what we do can have an impact from a very young age all the way through and um if nothing else makes people lifelong fans of the arts but show that um that there's not one way to learn things and that there are a yes. variety of different things uh the i've i've seen you know people out there just putting themselves out there for other things unrelated to our industry i think is extraordinary you know people are, are very passionate about um the environment and, and social justice. My, my darling Mara Davi is a former student of mine. Um, she is one of the leading lights in the Broadway Alliance for the environment. And, um, and she is, uh, living the life of someone who is trying to help save our planet. And, uh, while she's almost nine months pregnant with her second child oh. too, and, and doing it. And it's really thrilling to see people doing that. And um, you know, there is only one planet. There is no planet B and we have to save this one. And uh, you know, it's important to do systemic small little things. All of us, simple little things, not buying plastic bottles and not, buying you know plastic garbage bags you know uh, using reclaimed articles of clothing and reclaimed items around the house Uh, not using liquid soap you know uh, liquid laundry detergent and liquid fabric softener are two of the biggest users of water in the world and we um, yeah and we uh, if we went to um you know detergent sheets and uh uh natural fabric softeners as opposed to liquid ones we would save so much water i don't have the facts but things like simple things like that that we can all do and then encourage our families to just try it for a month and see just do it you know um so i see a lot of goodness in that and then i see this goodness in the world of nature walking into central park you know mm. when you, with uh, the lack of traffic due to covid you can actually hear birds and squirrels and dogs and and things yes. and, oh and there's uh, so the many park. flowers and the flowers so you know flowers. so yeah. that, which is all very esoteric i know but um mm. um and i can you know appreciate the the, the beauty in the meatloaf I made two nights ago was really good.
0: Uh, I love to cook. I love,
1: I love to cook. So I just try to do something different and try something new. You know, I'm not anywhere near a chef, but I just try to, you know, be brave and, and, and take on something else. But, you know, there, there's goodness all around us. If you just look for it and not focus completely on the negative, I mean, good Lord, we had enough of that for the last four years, and um, and it was exhausting and um, overwhelming. I'd never, you know, been anything through that. None of us had, remotely, and hope we never do again. Um, because I'm just astounded by the by by it. But um, we don't need to get into a political diatribe here. But it, um, it's it's. Um, there, There is a lot of, of goodness and and uh, kindness happening, you know. Uh, I held the door open for a lady the other day who was walking into Nordstrom, and she thanked me for holding the door open for her. Just something I do. But, you know, people forget to do simple things like that. Um, and, you know, pick up trash on your street corner and just throw it into the garbage can. That kind of thing makes me crazy, too. You know, right? Those um, are all but, beautiful I, but I examples. saw somebody, I saw somebody do that. You know, yeah. there's a woman in Central Park. We see her mm-hmm. on our walk every morning who goes on a run. She's a tiny little uh, Asian woman. I uh, I presume by on her looks and she, um, she runs through Central Park in her running gear, but she has a garbage bag and uh, uh picker upper. <laughs> I don't know what uh, else the heck you call uh, it. Oh, yeah, that and thing, she, Yeah, <laughs> and she picks up trash and she collects trash as she runs hey, through yeah. through through the park, and she'll be filling her bag with she'll see a random can or a plastic or whatever, and she's cleaning Central Park this just because she Get wants out. to clean Central Park. It's absolutely wonderful. You know, it's
0: amazing.
1: You know, we applauded her one time when she walked by and she was embarrassed, but it was like, Yeah, I, I mean, come on, there's somebody yeah. out there picking up trash in Central Park because it's her park and oh she's not gonna God. let people mess it up. I just think that's fabulous. <laughs> I think it's amazing. <laughs> I'm amazing.
0: gonna look for her now. Yeah. There's someone out there.
1: Yeah. Amazing. Well, we'll take a walk. <laughs> you gotta come up and we'll take a walk.
0: Yes. Yes, we are neighbors for those who are listening. He's just yeah. over there. Yeah, <laughs>
1: he's downtown from me, but
0: yeah,
1: I love the, the hey, mid-town yeah, West Side Hell's Kitchen. It's all good.
0: Yards. Yes. Hey, so one more question for yeah. you, Andrew. Is there any line that you hear yourself saying to your coaching clients over and over again or a mantra that you say to yourself each day or any kind of words of wisdom or advice oh, it doesn't man. have to be profound. It can no, be, but it doesn't have to be. <laughs> no,
1: I. Well, again, I wish you have given me some time because I'm sure there are some that come to mind. But well, if you
0: think of something later on, I will. But
1: no, time. but but you know, it is. This is going to sound very cheesy and sad, but it, cheesy, but sadness. but but it is a line that I use a lot with with mm-hmm. with students and and people. Uh, a favorite quote from a from a movie, the original version of Arthur with Dudley Moore, and and very on in the movie, uh, Arthur. For those of you who don't know the movie, he's a billionaire playboy, drunk, overgrown child who doesn't have any focus in his life. And early on in the movie, he's talking to a woman on a date and. And he looks at her very soberly and says, isn't fun the best thing to have? And here's this guy who's got all the money in the world, all the toys, all the gadgets, all the, everything you could possibly want, but he just wants to have fun. That a fun experience is the most important thing to him and to be happy. And, that that in 1980 whatever four three whenever that movie came out it struck me then uh as is a great mantra it, you can have fun any way you want it uh it doesn't and you don't have to be a billionaire to have it and um but it is the best thing to have you know having a fun life is uh a pretty good one and i've had a pretty good one so far i mean i you know again i've I have not had to spend my life doing things that I didn't want to do uh, in order to pay the bills or just get by. I've, this is what I have loved my entire life, and I've been able to spend my whole life doing it. Um, as I say, I, if I could have hit a curveball, I would have been the first baseman for the Dodgers, but I couldn't hit a curveball. and and i and i was a good basketball player but you know that wasn't coming to me either you know um and i was skinny i was really skinny when i was younger too so it was like i wasn't strong enough physically but i i and i love sports but i um this is what i love to do is this you know being in music and listening to great music and and theater and being around the performing arts and i i can't imagine my life not doing it um and i'm awfully grateful i've been able to do it for as long as i have been able to do it and so i've been able to have fun you know in my way and so that that for sure um is the thing you know i had a, a grandma my dad's mom she would often say also um apropos of nothing you know just be sure to dive in feet first. You might break your ankle, but you won't break your neck. And I thought, well, that's something, you know, she was, she was from the California farm country. And that was, that was very fun. You know, like, you know, you dive in, at least you're diving in and you're trying and you're doing it. And you, you know, you might break your ankle, but you won't break your neck. Like, okay, I get what you're saying. Grandma. You're saying try, you know, dive in. You never know. Um, but I, I do say that, you know, it's, um, it's, um, you know, the, the old thing that you, you won't know until you try is, is very true. You won't have the experience unless you try it. It may suck,
0: you
1: know? Um, but it, but, and then you don't have to do it again, but, but, you know, it's, um, and, and so in what I teach and and with my, with my students, uh, that, that is kind of, you know, you've done it one way, you've done it this way. uh, And you're kind of beating your head against the wall. It's you're enjoying it, but you're, you're worrying about the people behind the table, or you're, you're just not getting through. You're not getting called back or you're not getting the next audition or you're not getting the gig. Mm -hmm. Try it this way. And, and just see, and, Go do it this way and and see what the response is for yourself. See if you enjoy doing it more that way, because if you enjoy doing it more that way, and maybe the people behind the table will, too. But who cares? You know, um, the the things are all there. Are people always worried about losing a job that well, you haven't lost a job because no job has been offered yet. <laughs> And, and the job is to show up and perform and Mm -hmm. to just be yourself in the room and do your take on the material, how you want to do it, and how you would perform that monologue or perform that song. And again, they're going to like it or they're not, those are the two choices. So if you liked it and had a good time doing it, that was the day, move on and go to the next one. Yeah. You know, and then go have lunch with your friends that you saw at the audition because you haven't seen them in a while.
0: There you go. There you go.
1: Sound familiar?
0: Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> it does. And I think we will we'll be getting back to that sooner than later.
1: Eventually. Uh, eventually. Yes. And in the meantime, uh, you, you write your friend, you call your friends, you talk yeah. to your friends, and you make walking dates in the park with your yeah, friends.
0: And dates in the park. You know
1: because it, 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 we only get one shot at this. It's it's one time through and, you know, the people make the party, you know, that's, you know, you can have the best intentions as a host of a dinner party, but if you have lousy guests, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's not going to be, you know, it's the, the people make the party, you know, and being around people is important for all of us, you know, I I, I I understand that people are introverts and that there are introverted actors who, who are that way and, and need that. And they, they blossom in the process and that's a wonderful person too. It takes all kinds, you know, we're, we're everything, but ultimately we collaborate, we feed off of each other. You know, and even my, my, one of my great mentors, James Whitmore, the great character actor, um, he, he, he became known for doing one-man plays during a stage of his life. He did a one-man play of Will Rogers that was famous. And he, did a, he was Oscar nominated for a one-man play of, of, uh, of Harry Truman, famously called Give Him Hell, Harry. And then he did one of uh, Theodore Roosevelt. And he said, even doing a one-man play, he was collaborating with other people. You know, he didn't yeah. just, he didn't sell the tickets. He didn't, you know, manage the house. He didn't, you know, design Turn the costumes the and build yeah. the costumes and hang the lights and and do that. And he didn't write the play. He didn't direct the play. He did the play with people and collaborators because that's what we do. We are around people. and And so- that's that's the fun right that's the that's the fun of life is doing that and hopefully we will get that back and mm-hmm. and have uh have some semblance of that on some level coming <laughs> <laughs> yeah. eventually again
0: you know Andrew I can't thank you enough for talking with me today
1: Kate you're awesome. You know,
0: I mean, well,
1: I mean, you know, you, you say these lovely things to me and do it, but you are the living embodiment of this. The, you, you do this yourself. And, and, you know, it's true. That's why you're doing this podcast. That's why you're doing this video. You, that's just who you are. That's why people respond to you. That's why you've had the career you've had is that, you know, that's just, you can't fake that. You know, and and it's just you're hardwired for it. So it's an honor to play and to be here with you. You know, and I'm flattered to asked. It's just
0: all well, thanks and know, right well, back at you, like is, said. you know,
1: you know, no, not too many people think an old man has something to say, and so I appreciate that.
0: You keep using this word "old." Oh, oh, I come mean, no.
1: I mean, I'm not dead <laughs> yet. But you know, it's just it's everything's relative. You've
0: know. you got a be lot good. more years of bringing I so. to the world. Oh,
1: I'm, I'm going to try. That's for sure.
0: <laughs> we need all the good news we can get. This is Kate Cherichello. Please follow me at positively underscore Kate on Instagram for more. And if you have stories of good news that you know need to be shared, please do send me a message. If you enjoyed today's episode, it would mean so much if you shared it with your friends and left a review. Thank you and see you next time.